Hi and welcome. This is Lana Lynn Marino and welcome to another episode of Journeys to Wellness. I'm an intuitive therapist and energy healer and I'm here to give you some guidance and support in these challenging times. So this episode today I'm going to talk about a follow-on from my last episode and that was what what is our purpose? What is my purpose? What was my purpose yesterday compared to today? What is my purpose today? Um, our journey to our authenticity begins with the journey to ourselves at different junctions and that we learn daily different lessons that lead us on to the next challenges. The biggest obstacle that we can choose to see can sometimes be golden opportunities for change that lead us always to our purpose. I spoke last time um, about my life in general and the journeys that I've taken. Many twists and turns, but arriving in Bermuda and having a wonderful job and meeting someone that led me on to the next part of my life, and that was to becoming an energy healer. Meeting a lady called Helen Stott. Um, she is still a very good friend of mine, but she actually helped me to understand how much we hold the emotions of our past in our body and how trauma can be trapped at a cellular level, at a very deep level, and how this interferes with our vibration and how it interferes with our joy, our happiness. Our perception, our inner peace isn't related to outer circumstances and this comes from the Course Karen Casey, Daily Meditations for Practicing A Course in Miracles. Typically whatever series of events occurs or is expected to occur over the next few hours or the daily influences, how we'll feel about ourselves, about the men and women joining us today about the potential for a successful outcome regardless of the endeavour. It seems not only reasonable but tack it to plan accordingly. After all, don't causes have their effects? Not so, says Jesus in the Course, they are one. Whatever is happening on the material plane has no authentic connection to the inner spiritual plane. The ego may tie them together momentarily, but then we're no longer reflecting the spirit's point of view. The ego is calling the shots. It's a wonderful piece of news that no matter how dire the circumstance, we can function unruffled. And it's possible to master this approach to life. Perhaps it's our assignment to be the way shower. I am as peaceful as I want to be today and nothing that happens has to interfere with this. And I'm reading that because talking about purpose and my purpose and not knowing any of us what our our true purpose is sometimes um, until maybe sometimes late in life or it can happen early in life, we can have that aha moment. I follow Oprah Winfrey quite frequently and um, for me she's up there with how her purpose unfolded, how she found her purpose, how she drifted into and led by spirit to be in the life that she is in service that she is to others. And I just love watching Oprah, especially when she does interviews with people out of the unexpected. 
and she digs deep into finding out who they really are, who they really, really are. And I think sometimes, you know, none of us know who we really are until we've gone through the pain, we've gone through the suffering. But as The Course in Miracles talks about um, everything can be coming from our perception, our perception leads us into our belief. Our belief comes and, and is formed within, you know, the initial stages of life in the early development. So what happened to me when I was in Bermuda and meeting Helen Stott and then moving forward and, and finding the School of Energy Healing back in the UK and giving everything up, my life, my everything that I'd, I'd found um, in Bermuda, the beauty and the community that I'd met, my spiritual community, my friends, um, my work, to give it all up and come back to the UK and to become a student, a student once again. But what that taught me was I, it's, it's the ebbs and flows of life, the dips, the dips and the coming to understanding that energy healing for me is something that it's not something that is a, a concept that I want to do it's something that I am and I think we can speak for ourselves individually when we've been through different things in our life and we've we've lost our way and we've we've woke up and thought you know what is the purpose of today and I think that's one of the reasons why I jumped on this episode today and wanted to talk about this because I'm being very challenged at the moment um, my mental health isn't great and I'm not ashamed to say that and I think when, once we can admit that, you know, when our mental health kind of again goes up and down, to admit that we're not having such a great day today and to look at those triggers, you know, what is my trigger today? What is your trigger today? It can be something that you're challenged with. Um, in my case right now, working with a family member that has mental health issues and is um, having psychotic episodes and that's not easy for anyone but why why do we take on why do we take is that part of our purpose to take on others pain in other situations well examining the reasons why I took on this family members um, took on or helped her I felt it wasn't coming from guilt it wasn't coming from a place of I have to fix this or I have to rescue her which is what I would have done in the past but it's, it's now coming from a place of compassion a place of compassion and empathy that we're all connected to each other and each one of us needs to have had that experience to know what pain is like to be able to see it in others Forgiveness in this world is equivalent to love in heaven. When we can forgive ourselves, we can forgive others. When we can forgive the past, we can become more present in the, where we are today. What world am I grounded in? You know, that's the idea that there is more than one world mystifies us when we first come to A Course in Miracles. Isn't what we see is real? 
the answer is not always necessary and that again comes from daily meditations for practicing the course by Karen Casey what we always see isn't real our perception can lead us down the road to our egoic mind that makes us believe that something is wrong seeing someone's pain seeing my family members pain it's upsetting it's challenging it triggers me it takes me back to a place where I can think about things that happened to me when you know I thought seriously about suicide and again it's it's not something that I'm I'm ashamed of anymore when we can actually own those deeper thoughts and those deeper feelings and those deeper perceptions about life and about ourselves and about the world around us when we can own it and actually look at it from a different perspective and then declare that whatever comes from the past usually comes from pain we can look at something that was joyful that was happy i can certainly look at my past and that joyful moment when i discovered that i was helping someone to come through their pain the lady that found out that her husband was having an affair and just by touching her body it helped me to really understand that that deeper connection that infinite connection that we have to each other brings us closer to understanding our purpose in life. When I walk in the rain, I feel the raindrops on my face. When I sit in the sun, I feel the rays of the sun on my face. When I swim in the ocean, I feel my body moving through the sea, accepting the waves that wash over me. I am part of this world i am part of life i am me i am me and i love who i am and to actually allow that intuitive thought process to come through me to actually be able to say those words it fills my heart with joy and and i know that i'm okay i'm safe I relate to the earth, I relate to the universe, I relate to everything that leads me on to the next challenge. We've come out of lockdown here in the UK and uh, it's crazy. You know, I went into or I drove past town um, yesterday and it was crazy to see how many people, how many cars, how much traffic queues, you know, two hours long to go into stores. And it made me think about, you know, what is happening? You know, we've had this amazing shift. We've had this incredible situation where so many souls of 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 exodus this this planet that have gone back to spirit. If if you choose to look at it from that perspective, on a human level, so many lives have ended. People are in grief. People are mourning. We recently lost our um, our monarch's husband, Prince Philip, and the grief has been outstanding for one person. And yes, he was an amazing man, person, husband, father, grandfather. He was someone that represented life, you know, life in union and in service. 
to not just his wife, the monarch, the Queen of England, but you know, to to his own life. He was in service to serve in something higher than himself. He brought about the Prince of Wales, um, not the Prince of Wales, the Duke of Edinburgh Award scheme, which started in the 60s, which helped so many young people to find their way. A program that helped them to discover their own journey, to understand that their development, whatever, whatever life they were born into, whatever privilege they didn't have, but it helped them to understand that I am somebody. I have a purpose in life and I can be more than what I'm told. My conditioning and my belief system, which started, as I've always mentioned, at a very early stage, really made me think or believe in the early stages of life that I wasn't good enough, I wasn't acceptable, I wasn't lovable. And being told all the time that I was different because of my, my race and accepting that is normal. Um, how I see life now in my 60s, how I see how we can choose to walk another path, to accept things. And for sure, you know, I get angry when I see people um, like George Floyd and, and others that have actually um, lost their life just because of the way they look. I get angry and I get angry and upset at uh, the issues around identity, inclusion, and uh, diversity. I get angry when people that are disabled are not seen as being human or being they're seen as being different. Being seen as different, being seen as someone that is not acceptable. We live in a world now where image is everything. And one thing that I've discovered recently is that I, there are many young women in the world at the moment, especially I know in the UK, I can't speak for anywhere else, but I've heard that there's lots of young women, lots of young men, lots of young people that are suffering uh, body image, anorexia, people that have died. I've got friends whose children are at crisis point because of lockdown, because they believe through media, through what they see, uh, in the external world that they, they are conditioned to believe that they should look or be a certain way. And how they're accepted in the world in their belief system is dependent on how they look. And it's very sad to see what is happening, you know, how COVID-19, how it has changed people's lives in so many ways. From our spiritual, from our spiritual perspective, nothing is wrong. Nothing is wrong and everything is, is okay. If we believe that, if we can believe that we're, we're in so much pain, if you're suffering right now, thoughts that you have, you might be thinking, listening to, to me talking, how would you know what I'm going through? How can, you, how can you feel my pain? Well, I do feel your pain. I don't see you, but I do feel your pain. I feel the pain. We all feel the pain. When we feel the pain within us, the deep pain within us, how can we how can we come to terms with that pain? How can we accept it? How can I accept the pain of my family member whose psychopathy is it's so damaging to her everyday life? It hurts me. 
it hurts me so much to see people, anyone with with poor mental health, people that are separated from their spiritual self to be connected only to the internal pain that drives them moment to moment. Seeing my mother's pain growing up was something that I didn't understand and it's something that most children don't understand and this is, you know, it's easy to understand that um, when we're in pain as adults, you know, we can understand where it comes from, but a child doesn't understand where their pain comes from. They just feel a pain that is they don't understand. And, you know, if it's a parent, if they're affected by the world around them, by seeing mum and dad fighting or squabbling or hitting, hitting each other or mentally, emotionally abused, being abused, a child can, you know, we, we, we absorb that pain. We normalize it, we take it in and we, we think this is normal. Coming back to our purpose in life, I had a client recently and um, it was all about the pain that she experienced watching her mother go through an illness between her and her siblings. You know, they felt helpless, they felt hopeless and their mother died and they felt so guilty and they carried this guilt throughout their life and the guilt only fed into the cycle which continued whereby their children started feeling guilty about their mother's hopelessness and her depression that she was going through. And she came to me um, asking, you know, what is my purpose? How can, I, how can I move forward? How can I get out of this pain that I'm stuck in, feeling guilty that my mother died and I should have been more responsible? I should have been there. I should have been a better child. I should have paid more attention. And simply, you know, it was helping her to understand that as children, you know, it's not our purpose to make others happy. It's not our purpose to conform to the adult self, to develop at a quick rate, to become an adult to an adult. It's not a child's purpose. And the only way that this can be rectified at this level now is for you to forgive yourself. So forgiveness helps with the integration, the drama, the story leads into self-acceptance. It happened, we can't change that. The awareness which is current, we can work at that level where we are right now and forgiving ourselves helps the integration. By helping her to understand this, that this particular client went away and continued to come to see me for a little while. But eventually, what I started to notice was she was dropping this armor, which we call our defenses. She started to drop this armor. She started to believe that it wasn't my fault that mum died. It wasn't my fault that I couldn't save her. And it was wonderful to watch this transition because the more she dropped her, her armor, she started to become more aware of the happiness and the joy around her, feeling the waves cross over her body, feeling the sun on her body, feeling the raindrops on her face. She started to experience life in its entirety. And it's wonderful when we can actually find our purpose at any stage, 
find our purpose, especially late in life, and to live our purpose. If that means moving away physically or moving away consciously into another place where we can open up the doors to life where we are right now, that is the peace. That is our peace. That is the peace that is God's offering, whatever God means to you. And to feel peace within, finding purpose and finding that peace within, you can step onto another road. If it means that you're ready to leave that husband that's been abusing you for so long or that relationship that you've been working at trying to make it work, you find your peace within you and you move on. Doesn't necessarily mean that you move to another country, but you move on. And that is the hardest thing to do. Trying to get my family member to move on, it's its not my job and I've come to realize that. It's not my job to, to, to help her to move, to get her to move on. It's my job to support her where she is, but more importantly, to support myself first. To notice when I'm starting to be triggered by something that is coming from my past, my pain. It, it kind of stops you from, it, it stops me from, it, it's almost like a, a paralyzing feeling where that helplessness, I've been there before, I felt this before, I can't go there again. I don't need to. I don't need to. I don't need to. Salvation is the miracle of the right choosing. The ideas in The Course of Miracles offer us salvation from the pain and conflict that arise every instance that the ego takes charge of our lives. Choosing to let the Holy Spirit direct our thinking and our actions saves us from unnecessary and unlightening pain. Why would anyone ever choose to forego the miracle? It's certainly not done with foresight, but when we're still taking baby steps along this new spiritual path, we can't see what lies ahead. It's only after enduring the mistakes from our choices that we understand the ramifications. The idea of control seduced us until we realized the extent of our imprisonment. Freedom from pain, anxiety, uncertainty and fear is the miracle that we are guaranteed if we make the simple right choice repeatedly. It's easy to seek the insight of the Holy Spirit. So I want to leave you today with my peacefulness is in jeopardy today unless I turn a deaf ear to the ego. My peacefulness is in jeopardy unless I turn a blind ear to my ego. And on that note, um, I want to finish with um, again saying that our journey to our authenticity begins with the, the journey to ourselves and at different junctions, we learn different lessons that lead us on to the next one, the next challenge. And the biggest obstacle that we can choose to see is a golden opportunity for change that can lead us always to our purpose 
and to our peace. Go away and have a great day wherever you are in the world, whatever you're doing. And I'm so happy to see so many people from all over the world that is tuning in and just taking, you know, taking in my my podcast. I'm really, really grateful for that. You can email me in Lana um, Lana at wellnessjourneys.co.uk um, or you can go to my well, my wellnessjourneys.co.uk website and uh, send me a message there. Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm also on Facebook, Wellness Journeys. Take care and have a fabulous, fabulous day.